Oh. I'm sorry, are you addressing me? Because your authority is not recognized in Fort Kickass. <laughs> Myself, Dr. Bones, and Mike Five, and our special guest, Martin Richardson from Mr. Happy Chainsaw. Welcome to back to the show, buddy. Oh, hey, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. Anytime. So, last minute, but we like this sort of thing. So, uh, first off, um, you have a brand new song out called Safe Place, and uh, we'll let you talk a little bit about that first. Yeah, um, brand new single out. Well, to be honest, I've left this whole promo thing terribly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Comes out Monday, so doesn't leave people much of a build up to buy it and whatnot. But um, yeah, new single out on Monday. We recorded it actually back in July, um, so that shows you our kind of schedule at the moment. How we've managed to spend so long getting it out ready to release. Um, but yeah, finally being released on Monday. It's um, all proceeds from the downloads are going to mental health charity Calm. Um, and we're using it as well as a platform to help promote our festival, um, which we're putting on on the 26th of January, uh, called Carmival, um, which again, all proceeds and uh, profits from that are going towards the mental health charity, Calm. Right on. So um, it's been a while since we talked to you last, Martin. So what else have has Mr. Mr. Happy Chainsaw been up to? Um, in, in a word, nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Right. We've had so plans and we've had several gigs and that lined up and we should have been doing a lot more. But unfortunately, life, as I was saying to Mike before we came on, life just kind of gets in the way. We've had uh, um, some illnesses in the band. We've had new jobs. We've had um, our guitarist has had surgery on his back. Um, so that's been quite a long rehab for him. Right. So we're hoping, obviously, the new year, new single 
um, some new gigs and yeah, kind of get back smashing it out this year. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, since last time I've been on, not much has really happened. Right? Yeah. Well, not all good. No, we're just we're just happy to have a new single by you guys. So yeah. um go ahead, Mike. I, I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you did. I got cut off there. So for a moment, my mistake. So. Um, so yeah, we're go- we're happy to have anything about you guys, and we're gonna get to that in just a few minutes here. But um, what involvement have you have you guys as a band or just individually had uh, as far as uh, we'll we'll say the, the the mental health movement? Well, it's it's one of those things that unfortunately affects a huge proportion of the population. It's like one in four people in their time is going to be affected directly with a, a mental health condition or know someone that is going to be directly affected by a mental health condition and um we've been quite unfortunate as a i say we collectively as a music scene in, in ethics we've um we've lost some um local band members um as a consequence of mental health issues we personally as a band and personally as individuals we know people that are um, experiencing mental health issues on a day-to-day basis and I know us releasing a single and us doing a gig isn't going to cure it um, but I think more people the fact is that it's a, it's a silent illness in a lot of cases people don't talk about it so yeah. if we can talk about it if we can raise a bit of awareness by releasing a song that indirectly it is it's about mental health it was at the time we were writing it um, a few people in the local scene were, were going through mental health issues and it was playing on our minds and we were writing the song and um, the lyrics, um, as I was just, as we were just spitballing lyrics at the practice, it just, it just happened. Um, and on the back of that, um, it's kind of driven us to do a bit more about mental health, not just from a single perspective, but of the, the festival we were organising. Um, Lawrence Crow from Wolf Sunday, um, he's he's doing a whole thing on mental health at the moment with his um, new album Fatality, I believe he also had on the show. They're also helping us organise the festival. They're doing a big thing about mental health and I think as a, a music scene, if we can locally raise some awareness about mental health, um, it's only going to be a good thing for people. It's going to help people get the support they need. Um, there's more and more awareness it's not so much of a taboo subject anymore mental health i think that's the way it needs to be pushed we need to have people talking about it and let people know that just because they're feeling something on a day-to-day basis that doesn't feel right right um actually when they talk about it there are thousands upon thousands of other people out there and it is actually more normal than they think right it's not something they need to hide away from people they it's it's something people need to talk about basically well, no, I'm glad that you mentioned that because uh, Mike and I have a friend here in London, Ontario, that has had a few issues with mental health. So, and he's finally got the help he needed. And we all know at least one person that needs it, uh, that needs the help. And and you know they're finally getting it or are finally being able to speak about it because I mean that's probably one of the hardest things they ever have to do. So it's great that you guys are behind this. So let's uh, kick it off here with your brand new song and with a con- song called Safe Places. Mr. Happy Chainsaw, take this. <laughs>
Chainsaw with Safe Place, the newest single, and it's the proceeds are going to Middle Health for a purchase of the song. And man, what a great tune that was! A very straight to the point, and uh, uh, really catchy at the same time, too. So I can see this raising a lot of money and awareness for the cause. Well, thank you very much. Um... I, th- I thought it was brilliant. I think it's the best uh, best song I've heard tonight, obviously. And uh, yeah, completely <laughs> do well for me to critique. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, very Man, kind. I think it's an absolutely fantastic tune. I'm, I'm always really impressed with the guy, the way that you guys write the songs. Just like it's the little touches. It's the it's the backing vocals. It's the kind of sometimes there's a bit of stop start or something goes down a bit and up and down. But it's just. I absolutely love it. Um, I think it's really cool. I actually, um, as you as you as you know, because I would have um, said before, we listen to every single track that's sent to us 
Um, a couple of drums in our inbox, we listen to it, and we decide the best ones to put on the show. But I'll let you into a little secret, because this is a little um, guilty pleasure I let myself have tonight. I deliberately didn't listen to this when you sent it through, because I wanted to get my first reaction to you live on the show, uh, knowing that you were coming on, obviously. And, mate, I absolutely... That's going to be one that I'm going to play over and over and over and over and over again. I really, really love that. Um where where will people be able to to get it, and how can people help raise money on Monday when it comes out? Well, initially um, we're only releasing it through um, our Bandcamp. So um, I'm sure, as I mentioned before, the really aptly named uh, Mr Happy Chain Store. Uh, it's going to be available there initially for the first six weeks, um, download only. It's up for 99p, but obviously if people want to donate more to the to the charity none of it is going towards us it's every single penny that we get through the sales um are going directly to calm um and if even if you don't like the song if you think i'm a bit of a dick from listening to me <laughs> who has a, a mental health illness and you want to help out to buy the single anyway um and yeah if, if anyone's in essex and wants to come along on the uh, saturday the 26th of uh, january to carnival at the wheat sheaf in chelmsford um, we're hoping to have some physical limited edition versions of it as well, um, which people can buy. If not, just stick some money in the, one of the donation boxes and uh, hopefully we can help some people out with, uh, who are in a worse place than we are. Right Do you want to tell us a bit more about the charity as well? Yes, please. Yeah. Um, the Calm, or as they're on social media, it's, it's a lot of places it's called the Calm Zone. Um, they, they, they offer support for... Um, predominantly males, it's a, it's a male uh, mental health charity, um, but they also look at, into changing legislation and um, they do a lot of research and raise money for research to uh, develop new um, methods and treatments for mental health. So, yeah, it's, it, they, they kind of attack it from, from several avenues, so that's why it's a, it's a charity that we wanted to, to raise money for. Very cool. Well, but like I said earlier, um, Mike and I have a mutual friend here in London, Ontario, and we're not going to mention the name right now just because uh, I'm not sure if it's all right uh, with him. But he went through some issues and we got him some help, and he seems to be doing a lot better now. And I hope he continues on this, on the, on this way. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's just one of those things, it just, it just, you, you never know. And uh, thankfully, um, we were able to notice, I should say, uh, my, my better half, Kim, uh, I noticed when we were talking to talking to him, saying, oh, how's it going? Not bad, blah, blah, blah. And she says, can you repeat that, please? And it repeats it. It's like, okay, uh, okay, we're out here. We're going to the hospital like, right now. Just because it was, uh, it, yeah, it sounded, it sounded bad, but he's gotten the help he needs. He's doing pretty well for now. So I, Mike and I wish him the best of luck. And Mike, you know what I'm talking about. Like I said, I'm just uh, protecting his his uh, his uh, um, personality. Well, yeah, exactly. So, either way, uh, yeah. hope, pardon. Go ahead, Mike. Oh no, I, I didn't. I, I think there's just a slight delay on the line. I think okay. I might have coughed and you heard it after. But don't worry, carry on. Either way, we we uh, we uh, know uh, we hope he does uh, very well and keeps up the good work. So that continues on. So next up, uh, Martin's going to hang on with us for a little bit and have some fun. And we'll talk about a little bit more about Mr. Happy Chainsaw. Mr. Happy Chainsaw, because it's so fun to say. 
<laughs> so like and, and come on Martin you know I said that last time too because they're just the exact same thing so next up we're gonna get to uh, a very uh, favorite band of Mike and I and I'm talking with them to set them up for an interview this year this is a band from Finland called Freedom Fuel this song's called Two to Tango dig this Yeah. I will be waiting for 
Right on. Free and Fuel with Two Tango. That's their newest single, and I'm talking with them right now. Set up an interview with them as well. It should be a great time. They sound like a great bunch of guys, and we love music. And last time was amazing, so we can't wait for the new set to come out. This is our newest single, Two Tango. But man, what a good band, and what a fun-loving band. And to see them uh, on our Facebook page as well when they're recording stuff for this uh, new single, it is pretty funny. You can see them doing the the, the maracas and kind of like really. Horny and paying attention, but great tune. I loved it. Mate, they're such a good band. I really do love these guys. This is a really cool tune. It's kind of, I love the fact that it's got that, um, uh, it's, it's kind of got a real stoner rock vibe going on. It's like really catchy, but really kind of laid back as well, which I think is really cool. I, I think these guys are wicked. I, I really do dig it. Um, yeah, top quality tune. What do you think, Martin? I loved it, actually. It had a very hard fire um, kind of vibe to it. Um, it's kind of all the, it's almost kind of the electronic um, synthy sort of sound over a guitar, almost. Um, but yeah, and there was a band called Injerica um, when I was, um, used to go into gigs a lot, and they were quite big, and they were um, a British band, and they had a very similar sound to that, so it, it yeah, took me right back to my days going to gigs at Astoria and stuff, so I loved it. Nice, very cool. Um, can I can I use this point in the evening, Dr. Baines, to ask Martin my random question? Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not sure if you're tuning in on the first part, but we had Somber Moon on for an interview, and I asked them uh, a random question, which was about, um, uh, I watched a documentary, and, uh, you know, back in the day, the Saxons and the Vikings were like, used to, to bury things with them. Um, and I asked them what they would have buried with them and why. I'm not going to ask you that, though. I'm going to ask you a totally random question, which is, if you had a shrink ray, right. yep. and you could make any large animal, past or present, so I will allow dinosaurs, if you could make any large animal the size of a cat, which would be the cutest? Oh, oh, please! Uh-huh. Think as as you were asking that question, and it was going. I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to smash it, answer." And then for a curveball at the end, and uh, you stumped me. Um, <laughs> oh, you did, uh, a polar bear! Oh, that would be cute. I would take a go with that. I mean. They have babies anyway who are just small and they're cute. Um, I'm, I'm wasting the shrink, shrink rate. I'll come back. Give us a song. I'll come back to you. Okay. I've got, I've got three answers I'm torn between, so I don't know if this helps. But, go. but I've got a similar problem in that, obviously, baby versions of these animals are probably already cute. Um, so I think a panda the size of a cat would be adorable. That would. But I'm assuming a baby panda probably is that size. Um I was thinking that a, uh, a a brontosaurus, like that's why I included dinosaurs because they got that kind of you know what is it in Monty Python? They got the long thin bit at the front, fat bit at the middle, and a long thin bit at the end. <laughs> quite quite cute uh, as a as a as a baby animal, and I also think a lion because a lion is basically a big cat. Oh, as you as you were talking, I'm thinking, what about a tiny miniature T Rex? <laughs> smaller arms and they're running around chasing cats and dogs in the park they'd love it they'd love it they'd have a lovely time wouldn't they yeah 
last time but I remember we went into like dating questions didn't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always fun to be had on uh, on the music Saturday That's a <laughs> yeah. it's just fun to see no one else can see it but it's fun to see Bainsy's face when I ask these stupid questions <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be I, honest it's something that most of my teenagers like, sitting there drinking in the park underage asking each other stupid questions it's awesome love it <laughs> This yeah. is it, man. This is, this is what I do. I got, I got started taking pictures when you ask these questions and go, like, this is what I think when Mike asks these questions, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wonder where it was going. I was like, it's, I mean, it, it requires that extra, that extra step of imagination, which I, I, I think that's why it's important to ask independent musicians these questions because they have to really think about it and then you get real insight into their mind. That's my theory. Yeah. Well, that's right. Well, you know what? Just before we get to our next song, today at the dog park, Em and I were talking about some South Park episodes where, you know, they made fun of certain things or they were very close to what was going on at, at the time, uh, politically or what, whatever it was in the news. And looking at that, it just it's just funny because they literally were right on top of everything. They may have made a mockery of it, but they were on top of it nonetheless. And it just... It's always better than I love it. Exactly, right? So, and, and seeing the, some of the most recent stuff, I just, shaking my head, you know, and there's some of the older episodes I've watched too that I'm not going to mention because they're a little bit too vulgar for the show, and I'm not going <laughs> to, some of the backlash of that, but regardless of that, there's been some really good episodes, and I'm sitting there and thinking like, like, I mean, they are they're very intelligent and very smart and stuff. I was like, man, holy crap. You know, I just, I just, I just couldn't imagine like putting this stuff out and just, just what's going on these days. And most of it, well, almost 100% of it is accurate because it's bang on because it's following what's happening politically right now and has for a number of years. There's a little bit of alteration on it, but wow, man, I, I was, you know, a couple, couple uh, episodes ago, I was listening to some old episodes. I put on my phone and I fall asleep and I woke up. I wanted this one episode. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I, I started laughing. I'm not gonna say it on air because it's a little bit too vulgar. But either way, it was it was, it was, it was pretty it was pretty funny. But I, I just still completely kind of just just literally just kind of jumped into my dream. We'll put it that way. I do a quick question, Bonesy. Sure. How South Park received in Canada? Obviously, a lot of the jokes um, in the earlier series are aimed at Canadians. Oh, how is it received? Oh man, it, it, it's it's all it's all taken in stride. It's pretty funny. People think it's hilarious the way they protect the uh, the portray us. Thing is, it's weird, don't it? Because if it was that way around, if it was a Canadian uh, comedy making fun of America, right? It literally it'd be like the end of the world to them. It'd be a massive shitstorm. Oh man! But obviously, here not at all. Yeah. Well, here, no, yeah, not at all. They're like, oh man, it's all, it's all good. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. I mean, I, I think it's hilarious. I think it's, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's funny, and that's a point, and that's what they're trying to get at. They're, they're not. They are making fun of us, yes, but it's with a, like, with a kind of like a funny, modified twist on it. But the thing too is, it's, it's not really that offensive at all. I mean, it's pretty funny. Like, I don't take offense to it whatsoever. I think it's, it's, I think it's funny as fuck to be honest with you. So. <laughs> 
intelligent show. And, and the, I think the thing is, it, it, it's a lot of people, a lot of the older generation, it's, oh, it's too vulgar, it's, it's um, it, the, the PC police, basically. Um, and, and you need it in this kind of day and age, I think. When so much shit's going on in the world, just a bit of taking the piss out of it. Oh man, I'm almost forty and I still love South Park. Come on, what does that tell you? <laughs> <laughs> I love when I was about twelve, um, my parents bought me a South Park um, video VHS. Right. Because they saw it in a shop and thought it's a cartoon. It was like a birthday present or a Christmas present, or whatever. I was about twelve or thirteen. They're like, yeah, it's a cartoon thing. It seems to be popular. You'll probably like it. And they were completely shocked by like suck on my chocolate soy balls and, <laughs> 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 and these like eight-year-old kids right well, like, you're going cool and they're like we didn't mean to be cool <laughs> yeah, well, you know what man two things so first off i saw i saw the the south park movie bigger longer uncut yeah so i saw me in theaters with my brother it was it was so funny we paid like maybe seven bucks to see it but was getting back to you as 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 far as movies that the parents or grandparents didn't understand. When I was eight, maybe nine, my grandparents on my dad's side, they they wanted to get to a movie. So okay, we'll take it to a movie. So it took us to see a fish called Wanda, not realizing what the movie's about. So we sit through the entire movie. They're like, uh, 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 and hard hard hardcore Christian too, right? So they they, they don't know what to say and what to make of it. But John Cleese humping the floor, or like, <laughs> you, you know, or Michael Palin and and and, and Kevin Klein, come on, come, come on, Ken, how about kiss, right? So, I once, um, just while we're on this topic, I once I was staying with my grandparents, and um, I said, "Oh, do you want to hear this thing? It's like they're a rock band, but they're playing with an orchestra, and I think you'll really like it." And my nan was like. I don't know, 60, 70 at the time. And she was like, oh, I'll give it a go. And so I put on Metallica's S&M. <laughs> <laughs> and her face was unbelievable. <laughs> just some of the stuff that's in that. And you think, oh, yeah, I forgot there was a swear word there. <laughs> it's so funny, man. They're just like, okay. And I remember saying, I was like, what do you think? She goes, well, I quite like the orchestra. <laughs> it's different just for all yeah don't think too sure about the rest of it anyway, anyway so I've, I've sidetracked us massively there later on we'll have to remember to talk about our favourite South Park um, moments because there's probably like <laughs> sexual harassment panda or Towley <laughs> but you've got to see people always forget because it's come so far but how good was Mr. Hanky and the Christmas Pooh when that first happened? Oh. That was a whole, like, oh, oh my God, this is insane. Man, Em and I were watching uh, a South Park Christmas, and I, almost, like, not even a minute to it, she's like, all right, you got to change this, because it's the first episode of Christmas Special, like season three, and they're singing about Mr. Hanky and the Christmas Pooh, she's like, oh, my God, this is disgusting, right? So. <laughs> And then they move into to uh, uh, to uh, Mr. Garrison and uh, Mr. Mackey sing "Hark to the Bells," and but the first part parts like, okay, you guys, can, this is this, this is effing disgusting. Like you have to change this, right? So it's like, oh come on, it's like no, change it. 
I fucking I love South Park. Um, what what's next, Bainesy? Okay, so next. Family Guy. Family Guy chat. <laughs> yeah, you're never gonna get away with this, Mister Google Search. <laughs> Come on, Brian. It doesn't say that. Yes, it does. See, look here. It says. <laughs> There, 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 there is your family guy. So <laughs> the funny thing is, like, if we just like were silent, you'd do that for about an hour. Yeah, probably. So, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> here is a brand new Dylan T. Rock song. This one's called "Standing on a Mountain." Dig this.
Right on. Dylan T. Rocks with uh, Standing on a Mountain. Really cool song. Very blues rockish. And uh, nothing but stellar like he always produces. Great tune. Love this new track. I have to be honest with you, if I was standing on a mountain, I think I'd just be gasping for breath, not being able to write a, an amazing tune like that. But I, I love the fact that it's it's so soulful, it's funky, it's kind of a bit like I should be the theme tune to Shaft, but I'm too cool for that. It's so cool, it's so rock and roll, and it's absolutely amazing, mate. He's, I mean, he's a real 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 talent i've said it many times before he really is amazing and that's a brilliant tune another absolute banger and another one i'm going to be sticking on a playlist and playing in the car on some of my long journeys to work um because it's just awesome i love it martin it's a tune absolute tune <laughs> um, and it's kind of ironic that uh, obviously he talks about being on top of a mountain because that last drum beat at the end it kind of made me think of Africa by Toto, and then <laughs> that was then all I could think of. So, yeah, you've now ruined my evening by making me have that thing stuck in my head as well. Cheers. There was a guy, um, I wish I could remember his name, uh, there was a guy who um, rented a club for an evening, I think it was for a charity thing, um, and he, the club had two rooms, and in one room he had Africa by Toto on repeat for six hours when he rented this thing. And in the second room, he had every remix ever of Africa by Toto. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was an event we found on Facebook, wasn't there, last year? I think yeah. I saw the thing. Because I was so tempted to go just for the hell of it. Oh, I would have been up for it. I think it was a bit further away from me than uh, that was, was comfortable to spend my evening doing that after the travelling. But yeah, it, I would have been well up for it, to be honest. It looked amazing. I think it started as a joke between friends and then he made it into a charity thing, which is, you know, why not? <laughs> exactly. Not long after that, that's when the whole Weezer and Weird Al Yankovic right. um, version came out, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. Around the same time. Yeah, yeah. And who can deny the awesomeness of that? That's exactly <laughs> right, eh? So to we're going to get to a band here, a local band from London. And uh, this is a band that has been in about 12 years. It's their first new single, a band called Prep Boy. And two of the people in the band are people Mike, you and I know. One of them is Diger Benham, who is the, drinker, the, the bassist for With a Fox and the bassist for With a Nimway. And we have, as well, Nick Ellie, who is on vocals instead of drums this time, because he's drummed for Nimway, as well as he was uh, drums for um, High School Sweetheart, and uh, another uh, Promise cover band as well. So some very good, very, very, very good talent. This is their first single in about 12 years. This one's called uh, Testify by a band called Prep Boy. Dig this.
prep boy, their first single in 12 years. That was called Testify. And you heard it here first on NMS Music Saturday. What a great tune. Uh, the vocals were different because we never hear Nick sing because he's usually on drums. But uh, what a great vocal input he did to the band, along with uh, Jagger, who was on bass there, and the bass as well in Nimway. But man, what a great tune. And uh, yeah, very alternative, kind of heavy, uh, heavy alternative, we'll put it that way. Heavy alternative, that's, that's, that's it is, bleh, I can't speak. That is a phrase that we should coin right there, we should patent that phrase, heavy alternative, because I love that. Um, mate, that was absolutely brilliant. Do you know what the saddest thing about that track was? The saddest thing about that track was when you said, there's only 10 seconds left. And I uh-huh. thought, no way, this has got to carry on, this is brilliant, I was just really getting into it. So... Apart from, you know, writing 12-minute songs or whatever, which, uh, you know, they should give it a go, uh, I think that is absolutely awesome. I really was genuinely left wanting more. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. What a great tune. Martin? Very motorhead, I thought, in parts. I loved it. Oh, wasn't it just? And and some of the guitar licks and the uh, and earlier on was a bit of Avenged Sevenfold. It was like a cool mix. It's the kind of thing that... But I, I don't know about you, but obviously I have different playlists for different times of the day. And like normally in the morning, I'm tired, walking to work from the station, something to kind of perk me up a little bit. It's norm- I normally go to like a bit of old school metal, and that would be perfect on that playlist. I'm, do you know what? I am 100% with you there. I have different playlists for different times of the day, different... Uh, you know, depending on where I am and what I'm feeling, whatever, it's just like, ah, oh, this is the time for this. And yeah, you're right. And mate, speaking of Motorhead, my God, I'm still feeling <laughs> still, I said it last week because we had a little whiskey to celebrate. Um, we're, we're a couple of days after because we had to wait till obviously the Saturday to right. music Saturday, but I don't want you to celebrate the life of Lemmy. I'm still not over it, to be honest with you. Still not over it. And I said on the show, my dad... In about 2005, I think it was, he said, right, you've got to come and see Motorhead, because I used to see them when I was about 18, and if you don't come and see them now, he won't be around for much longer, because the guy's fucked. I was like, all right, Daddy, I'll go and see them. And I was blown away, and then we saw them at least once, sometimes twice a year, every year, for the 15 years or so it took him to eventually die. (laughs) Every time was amazing. I absolutely fucking loved them. So, yeah, I'm with that. That is a a good, good citation. Very motorheady, very cool, very good track. I love them. Uh, are you gonna weigh in on this? No, I'm done. No, 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 not you, Martin. Oh, I loved it. Very okay, motorheady. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely right. gonna go on my playlist. Okay, right on. Okay, so next up, we're gonna get to a brand new high low song. Some, uh, Fuzz Rock, here we go with Are You Ready? Dig this.
this year as well so there you go with high low and are you ready dig that hey mate 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 you know i love a bit of proper rock and roll proper rock and roll that is and that's the first time in 2019 i've used the phrase proper rock and roll because <laughs> uh like mr martin i was born in uh, i was born in essex i was born in harley so it's got to be proper proper rock and roll um Anyway, I'll stop banging on about that, and uh, basically, I love it. Uh, I think they're top, top quality, really, really good band, really, really good tune, and uh, again, actually, my only criticism, as much as I like shorter tracks, because it means we can squeeze more in, right. it, it could have done with being four and a half minutes rather than three minutes, or whatever it was, <laughs> just because I wanted a little bit more, but that's no bad thing, do you know what I mean? No, very true. So next up is a band called Burn the TV, and it's comprised of Lord Num, and this is just another one of his kick-ass side projects. So here we go with Burn the TV, and I've got the Lover's Bite. Dig this.
Great tune, great A's mix of electronic and rock and roll and alternative man. Great tune, love, always love for them. And this was a good side project. That is a fantastic tune. I'm, I'm sure I've said before, I absolutely adore Lord Numb. <laughs> I think he's brilliant, but that is such a cool tune, actually. What I really got from that, listening to that again tonight, was there's such a great 90s vibe. There's so much like charlatans and space and stuff like that in there. And it just sounds brilliant. It's just got such a, a, a big a big sound. I really, really, um, I really, really dig it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, Martin, I know you've got to go in a minute, so tell us what you think of the track, and then I've got one last question to ask you before you go. I think that that track's the kind of perfect track <laughs> to... It reminds me of being at festivals when I was younger, like the kind of band that you'd have... Yeah. You wouldn't necessarily know when you go to the festival, but when you leave, there's the songs that are going to be stuck in your head. Um, but yeah, love that. I, do you know what? I totally agree with you. There's memories of Reading in about 2002 
bands that had that kind of thing going on, just like in that big open space in the summer, having a lovely time, thinking, God, yeah. does life does life really ever get any better than this? And it turns out it doesn't. It's going to suit you on different occasions. It's the perfect kind of, like, say, track you're sitting there with friends, it's on in the background, it's going to get stuck in your head, but also it's something that you can actually just chill out and just listen to. Yeah. And get wrapped up in. Yeah, cool, cool, cool track. I definitely agree. Um, so I lied. I said I've got one more question. I've got two more questions because the last question I'm going to ask you is just to give one more plug for the single. But before I get to that, yeah, my, my penultimate question to you is: Can you tell us about a time when you screwed everything up? You 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 messed something up. It went horribly wrong. But you got away with it. No one ever found out it was you. Oh, what, is it in the band or is this just generally? Any, any, no, it doesn't have to be the band. Anything in life where you've gone, <laughs> can't believe I got away with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unfortunately, Mike, I'm just too damn perfect. I don't think I ever made any cock up. Don't um, <laughs> To be honest, if, if I told you about cock ups I got away with, I'd probably have multiple employers from the past saying, what the hell? <laughs> Um, Just uh, <laughs> um, to, to be honest, I'm not. This isn't a cop out. I can't really think of anything monumental to say. I, yeah, I think it's one of the things when you work in IT. I think you generally cock up a lot of stuff and then kind of. Work <laughs> um, and there's been numerous gigs where I've completely got the words wrong and sung different verses and repeated verses. And luckily, we played. We were playing in venues where people didn't really know us, so we could kind of blag it. That happens quite a lot, to be honest. I have to say, every gig, every gig, in fact. I have to yeah. say, from a from a music point of view, um, I've, I've definitely done it at least once in one in five, but um, but multiple times in my last band, which I was in for, well, actually, the band before last, I was in for ten years or so, where when you write three or four songs in the same key and you realise halfway through on a show that you're playing the solo for mm-hmm. a different song, but it's in the same key, so it kind of works. I've done that quite mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> so on a kind of minor level I've done that right yeah, I can't think of any like you know massive screw ups that, uh, that I've gone oh blimey I'm glad no one found out that was me but yeah I thought I'd ask I thought it was interesting there's, there's me saying that we could, I normally blag it They're kind of, there's quite a lot of banter on stage between obviously me and my brother's the guitarist in the band <laughs> yeah. And, yeah if one of us cocks up he ain't going to let us not know he'll tell everyone <laughs> <laughs> we did we finished the song blast it blagged it got away with it it's like yeah they're the right words aren't they <laughs> I do love that I do love that I did uh, I did call out Jay once at a gig for, for making up a verse entirely on a brand new song and I was like what were the lyrics to that one again fuck off very good um, listen will you give us one last plug tell us where people can buy the single again um, and like in you know 10 20 seconds or so 10 15 20 seconds tell us where they can buy the single who it's in aid of and anything else you want to plug just as the last thing mate yeah well first off thank you both very much for having us on again and playing the song um uh, on the show it's always a great laugh and uh, enjoy listening to you every week and it's a great platform you give everyone so thank you very much um yeah our new single miss happy chainsaw our new single safe place is out on monday it can be downloaded from Mr. Happy Chain Store, S-T-O-R-E, <laughs> uh, UK. 
Um, it's up for 99p, but if you want to pay more, every penny of the of what we sell it for goes to mental health charity Calm. Um, and if, if you if you can relate to the song and you are experiencing issues of mental health, um, there's not just Calm out there. There's there's Mind, there's Samaritans, there's um, just make sure you talk to someone about it and get the help that you you need. Um, and hopefully, yeah, we can raise a bit of money for some of these charities and help them carry on the great job they're doing. We're organising a charity all-day music festival on the Saturday 26th of January at the Wheat Sheaf in Chelmsford uh, called Carnival. All proceeds are going for, towards the charity. We've got some great bands, Kane, uh, Counties, Lemon Curd Kids, Shooty and the Bang Bang, Fatality, Three for Pie, Audrey Ripper, Lawrence Crow from Wolf Sunday, who you've had on the show a few times. Um, yeah. yeah, and all proceeds are going to Calm. Um, and again, thank you very much for having us on your show. So it's an absolute pleasure. I'll just say two final things. Um, first of all, uh, do get all of those bands to send us tracks because they're all top quality. I'm aware of most of them, but not necessarily all of them. We've played some, but not all yeah. of them. So yes. get them all to send us a track. And secondly, just since you've been on the show in this part, I think I've had four or five messages alone on Facebook yeah. and Twitter Same and yeah. by text from people talking about mental health and talking about the fact that it's a great cause and all the rest of it. So I really do think what you're doing is a brilliant job. Um, and, and, you know, it goes with the message that you know whoever is feeling whatever you're not alone because there's multiple people i won't sort of share who or what obviously but there's people telling me about different experiences and stuff and saying this is brilliant so i'm really really pleased with giving you and this is at one o'clock in the morning who knows you'll listen to it on spotify and apple and all the rest of it that it goes out to um during the week hopefully loads and loads of people will hear this um and and be able to give that support um and you know what if i've uh, still got some money left at the end of the month i might drive up and uh, and see you on the 26th yeah, yeah. as well uh, which means you might need to find another co-host Bainsy, because it's on a saturday but we'll see because i might be broke by then um thank you so much and it's our pleasure mate um for for giving you the platform but thank you so much for telling us all about it it really is a great course and we really appreciate it well thank you very much i'm so sad as well if if anyone Obviously, isn't local to Essex, but you still want to check out um, what's going on at the festival. We're going to be live streaming it. There's going to be videos and posts about it. Please share it and get the message out. Um, it's Carnival, C-A-L-M, as in the charity, and then Evolve to make it sound like Carnival because we're cool and catchy like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great, are designed by Lawrence as well, so you get a chance to check it out and if you can share it. And uh, yeah, like I said, if you do experience mental health uh, issues or know someone who does to talk about it if you can and let them know there is help out there well thank you very 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 much Brian for your insight and for the greetings until next time we'll talk to you very very soon so thank you so so much we appreciate you yeah we appreciate you a pleasure it's been emotional very true Mike <laughs> no just just another thank you cheers brother we'll see you very soon that's right guys I'm Martin. I think, have a great I night think, buddy I was just going to say, I think if you hang up, hang on, he's gone. Yeah, no, he's gone. So I think we can carry on without disrupting too much. Okay. Right on. So a huge and big thank you to Martin from Mr. Happy Chainsaw for joining us tonight. Last minute, but very, very cool. So next up, we have a brand new Operation Neptune Spirit song. This is actually from something he recorded 23 years ago. This one's called Black Hole. Dig this. <laughs> Thank you.
Neptune Spear and Black Hole. That was recorded 23 years ago, and he sent it sent it to me, and I said, "No, I'm definitely gonna play." He goes, "Really?" He goes, "I guess I'm my my harshest critic because I think it was that good." <laughs> <laughs> you kidding? Me? It's brilliant. It's classic Operation Neptune Spear. It's absolutely banging. Brilliant, brilliant tune. Uh, lyrically very good. Vocally, just I didn't. I mean. How old is he? I assume he was about 23. He can't have recorded that when he was in the womb, so he must be I my age or older. I'm <laughs> Our not age sure. Older. But yeah, no, fair play, man. That's a brilliant tune. What a fantastic way to, uh, uh, to you know, to... to, to what, nah, I can't speak. What a fantastic <laughs> thing to <laughs> send from that time ago. How has he managed to do that to that quality, um, considering, you know, the technology available 23 years ago wasn't really as good? Well, that's very true. So next up, is a brand new song by Rondi Bose featuring Paul Rainbird. This one's called Death of Me. Dig this. Like a mix 
right on. Ron D. Bose featuring Paul Rainbird. Uh, that was called The Death of Me. What a great tune. Very rock and roll, very blues, very gadget. Love that tune. Yeah, a bit like Dylan T. Rocks. He really has nailed that sort of crossover between blues and soul. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. really got that. Absolutely nailed it. It sounds fantastic. Uh, really, really enjoyed that track. I thought it's brilliant. Pardon? Oh, I said I really enjoyed that track. I no. thought it was fantastic. Oh, no, no, no. I said, I said, said Barton. Oh, wait. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I forgot we were doing with Barton. My mistake. So. Oh, oh, Martin. No, Martin's gone. Right. No, no, no. I forgot about that. That's why I said Barton. I was like, I just saw you. So, so my mistake. <laughs> I thought you said pardon. No, 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 no. I said, 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 no, no, no. I said Martin. <laughs> Brilliant. Nice, come mate. It's All right. Just so we you. got a couple more songs to get to. The next one is a band called TV Coma, and a song's called Trudy. And man, these guys are awesome. Dig this. <laughs>
Right on. TV coma with Trudy and don't tell me they didn't sound a lot like Weezer in very early nights alternative rock. And that was a badass tune. Loved it. Mate, fantastic tune. What a brilliant sound uh, that that track has. It really, really, really did uh, kind of get me going. I was uh, just having a quick smoke in the garden, listening to it on my phone while I was uh, having that. And it was just like, yes, come on, I want more of this. Uh, again, it's one of those where we get a lot of three, three and a half minute, four minute tracks. And don't get me wrong, that's probably a good thing, especially for the radio. But my God, some of these tracks I want to hear more and more and more. I'm dying to see some of these bands live, do you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. So, man, speaking of which, next up is a band called Nimway, a local London, Ontario band. This is their brand new EP, self-titled, called Nimway. This one's called Nimway. Take this.
On. That was Nimue with Nimue, their uh, author, self-titled EP, and that's the second to last song of the night. A great tune, very tripped out, and Anne has such a great, powerful, and strong, and just reminiscent vocals of the 60s and 70s, and what a great song that was. Mate, it's just beautiful. The vocals are absolutely beautiful. You, you just... Oh, you just you, you get lost in it. Do you know what I mean? You absolutely get lost in it. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, obviously, uh, having just watched um, over the last couple of days, because um, we had to uh, we had to break it off to get some sleep. Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and then just vaguely briefly mentioning the Lady of the Lake at the beginning of it, made me think, oh my God, that's Nimway. I know what that is now. That's <laughs> <laughs> quality. But yeah, it's it's so so good um, as a track it's perfectly written it's beautifully paced um, I really love those guys I think it's a brilliant chill out track to help uh, bring the show towards the end it's awesome mate right on well just one second here oh there we go okay right on so uh, <laughs> right, see, uh. <laughs> so we, we, we have two more songs uh, to end the night up first one is a new one by Danny Dangerously is what's called Pound Crash. Dig this. Rule the world. Pound crash. 
Dangerously with uh, my God, pound crash. And our last song of the night is by a band called Grass Cutter, called Braid Silence. But before we get to that, Michael, would you weigh in on the last song? <laughs> mate, 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 mate. I mean, look, I love Danny Dangerously. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Anyway, what I love about this is the sort of slow build-up and then it just turns into a full-on punk tune. That's absolutely fucking brilliant. What a lad. What a star. Uh, and what a great message as well. I think he's brilliant. I really do think he's class. Well, right on, man. Here we go with our second to last song here. So this is Danny Dangerously with... Actually, no, we just played this, but it's a great tune nonetheless. So we'll get to our last song tonight with the grass cutter and this one's got the braided silence. Take this. A silence braided and our hands bound tight A fading future dying by firelight Once the sky clears there'll be blood on these walls This cold room lost in the dead of night this angel shaman gifted with a second sight 
My heart is bleeding, but no one can see it at all. Science by Grass Cutter. Very cool tune and brand new stuff. We got more new stuff coming from them in the new year, which we are in right now. So we'll have a couple more new tunes, but that was a great tune. Love Dave's vocals like normal and just the the, the power behind the guitar and just the, the, the I just want I just want to say that the um the creativity is awesome. Yeah, man, it's absolutely wicked. The I mean, the bass lines in the new stuff are out of this world good. They really are fantastic. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the guitar and obviously the vocals are brilliant. They're just such a cool band, man. I'm, I'm so looking forward to hearing more and more and more. We'll have to get Dave back on the show and, and, and the others if they're around. Very true. So that's going to do it for part two of NMS. Thank you so much for guys for joining us for uh, both parts of uh, NMS this year. Great starts we had, you know, obviously we have more from um, <clears throat> Mr. Happy Chainsaw and uh, we had a great, great start with, uh, man, we had some great music, you know, and we had uh, a great guest with Super Moon with Stephen and Amanda and 
I just, I can't say enough good stuff. It was just such a great show. It really was a fantastic, what a good way to start the new year, mate. Having such an eclectic mix of tunes once again, like we had some folky acoustic stuff, some electronic oh. stuff in part one, and then we went a bit rockier in part two and had a good chat with Martin oh. as well. But yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, I think the, the, the cause that he's working for, Martin and Mr. Happy Chainsaw, is absolutely fantastic. And I think the stuff that um, some of me have come out with and the new tracks are absolutely fantastic as well. So it's been a real pleasure. It's nice to have two interviews in the show. It sort of mixes it up a bit, makes it a little bit more um, uh, disjointed in some ways, but in a good way. And I, I, I really enjoyed tonight. I thought it was good fun. Right on. So until next time, we'll talk to you soon. This has been Dr. Bones and Mike Five saying Bones out, rock on. Mike? <laughs> I haven't got a sign off. Right. Cheers. We're done. Bones <laughs> out.